Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. My name is Molly Timmons, and I'm going to tell a story from a country that I've been in, in Southeast Asia. My family and I are currently in Cambodia working with the Penong Project. And um, our project there, we have a school that's grades kindergarten through sixth grade, and each year they've been adding one more grade. And it's known to be the best school in the area, so it's a real light in the community. Most of the kids are either Buddhists or animists, so it's a real opportunity to share Jesus with the community. Greg and I are also working in a Penong village. We've just finished building our house there. So we're going to be um, living there and planting a church and hopefully training other local workers to be missionaries to their own people. So that's exciting. My story today is titled, Rescued from the Dump. voice seemed far away. Peg tried to open her eyes. Who was calling her? Everything was dark. The smell of rotting trash filled her nostrils as she tried to move. But she was pinned under heavy objects. Wait! The objects were being moved. Straining to see who was lifting them, she saw a bright being that looked like Jesus clothed in white. Jesus helped her to her feet. And before she knew what was happening, he had taken her to the police station a few kilometers away. Leaving her at the gate, Jesus disappeared. Scenes from the night before came flooding back. The argument. Yes, that was the last thing she remembered. Her boyfriend had wanted to talk to her alone. Since he was the nephew of the local district pastor, and their family was prominent in the Christian community, maintaining the family honor was very important. had told her they needed to break up, he being a Kamai Christian and she being a Penong Christian and carrying his child of five months. Now she was beginning to show. Hearing his words, Peg's heart was broken. Hot anger surged through her veins at this supposedly Christian young man who had pledged his love to her. But what about me? What about our baby? She had pleaded. Don't leave us. We need you. Angrily, Peg's boyfriend slammed his fist into her face. Peg crumpled unconscious to the floor. In a panic and still out of control, 
The young man tried to kill Peck. He thought for sure she was dead. Then, under the cover of darkness, he took her to the dump and buried her under trash. He was sure his deed was hidden. After all, no one knew of their relationship. Peg would disappear. People would probably think she had been abducted or trafficked. But someone had seen everything. His heart of love and mercy and justice was moved with righteous in- indignation. Satan had thought he had scored some points. Checkmate. Fast forward a few hours. Doctor to the OR, please. Doctor to the OR, please. Now at the hospital, with her family, and with the young man in jail, Peg's heart ached. The young man had been the nephew of their pastor. His whole extended family had fled to another province, not helping financially with the hospital bills. In the Penong culture, it is extremely looked down on for a girl to get pregnant outside of marriage. Few were stepping forward to help or encourage the family. Our new little church plant decided to visit the family. We brought food and prayed with them. We were able to encourage them that Jesus loves them very much and that he has a special plan for their lives. I hugged the mother as she cried, worrying about what might happen after the ex-boyfriend gets out of jail. We talked about God's forgiveness and justice. The family was so grateful. Peg smiled weakly. I feel much better now, she said. I still get headaches and I feel weak, though. After visiting Peg in the hospital and hearing about her miraculous rescue from the dump after her boyfriend had tried to kill her, I, along with some of the church friends, continued to visit Peg and her family to grow their friendship. As I learned more details about the story, I was filled with fresh awe. Jesus himself had come and lifted the heavy pieces of trash from her body that dark night in the dump. With his holy hands, he had lovingly helped this unwed mother-to-be to to her feet. He had called Peg by name and told her she needed to go back to her family. Then he had taken her to the police station and disappeared. When the Timmons visited Peck in the hospital on another occasion, 
they discovered that Peck had actually been engaged to the young man who had attempted to kill her. Last Sabbath afternoon, we went to the Greenfields to visit Peg and her family. When they realized Greg was a pastor, their eyes lit up. We have so many questions we want to ask a pastor, Peg's mother, Soka, exclaimed. One of my aunts keeps telling me that we shouldn't worship Jesus and that we are wrong to follow him. She says I should come and worship with their group. They believe in the Bible and worship on Saturday, but they don't believe in Jesus. They believe that the true Messiah is a man living in Korea. Instead of praying in Jesus' name, they pray in the name of this man. But I know that they must be wrong, because we know Jesus is the one to be worshipped. He is the one that rescued Paik from the dump. Without Jesus, Paik and her baby would be dead. But we are confused. They believe in the Bible just like you do. After some probing, we figured out that the ant belongs to a cult that used to call themselves Seventh-day Adventists, but have been legally barred from doing so. It turns out that they are located on the other side of the village where we will be building a house and a church. Greg quickly found the verses in the Bible about false messiahs, prophets, and teachers coming before Jesus' return. Peg's family nodded their heads in deep appreciation. Thank you so much. We have never read anything like this in the Bible. Peg asked who wrote the Bible and why our church worships on Sabbath instead of on Sunday. As we turned to verse after verse, lights came on in their eyes. It's so clear, Soka exclaimed. We have never heard anything so clear before. When we ask our pastor at the Sunday churches any questions, they don't know the answers. And they never use the Bible when they preach or teach us. The Bible is so clear about these things. Since Soka can't read, she had simply trusted that her pastor knew the truth. In contrast to her pastor, Greg didn't answer any of the questions himself. For each of her questions, he turned to the Bible verses and had Peg read them to us. We want to know why so many Christians started worshiping on Sunday, they continued. We looked at our watches and knew the question would have to wait for another day. We were already an hour late for our afternoon study in another Penong village. Lying on the floor next to us were framed pictures of dearly beloved missionaries who had nurtured the Penong people and had been working on translating the Bible into the Penong language for many years. We assured Peg and Soka that most Christians who worship on Sunday love Jesus, too, and that they are Jesus' children just as much as anyone else. Jesus knows our hearts. He knows about those who call themselves Christians but aren't like Peg's fiancé who attempted to kill her. He also knows each one of us who love him. Some of Jesus' children haven't yet learned about the Sabbath and other truths. Please pray for this family as we continue to minister to them. Pray that they will come to understand God's true character of love who doesn't reject us even when we've really messed up big time. Yeah.
AFM missionaries need your prayers every day, whether it is for safety from traffic accidents, for protections from spiritual attacks from the devil, for healing from disease that strikes their children, or for divine appointments to meet the people that are seeking truth. They also need your donations as they rely on your gifts for their salary and all their mission project expenses. Together, you can partner with the missionaries to reach the unreached for Jesus. To adopt a missionary to your family or to support them financially, point your browser to afmonline.org. Once there, just click on the Missionaries tab. That's afmonline.org and select Missionaries from the top tab. story took place, a healthy baby girl has been born. This is just a real miracle. As we visited later on and got to know the family more, Peg's mom was sharing with us that she had prayed pretty much all night for her daughter as they were looking for her, couldn't find her, didn't know what happened to her, and she was just praying in the name of Jesus that night. So this this was a real answer to prayer. Now, Peg's parents Mom and Dad, they both come to our church. Uh, They're doing ongoing Bible studies. Also, Pake's dad is hired to help the project with developing an industry for the school. Thank you for listening to Frontier Missions Journal. God bless.